You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Also for the podcast, a new sponsor, RCB Bank. Since 1936, RCB Bank has offered progressive products and a friendly service. Come in today to find out more about their loan promotion on new used refinance cars, boats, campers, and ATVs. Visit RCB Bank to learn more. RCB Bank, that's my bank. With approved credit, restrictions apply. Now, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hoon here, your host. Back with another episode down at the Bedford studio today to talk to you about some fashion. My guest are in the house uh, to basically talk about streetwear fashion, stuff that I have no idea about, and I'm like not cool in any way of wearing stuff. I mostly wear black, but today I have decided to wear white because this is the only white t-shirt I have because um, I can't keep them very clean. But uh, guys, thank you so much for coming down to, to share some stories and talk about obviously your huge passion for uh, fashion. Wow, that rhymes. Uh, I didn't expect to say that. Um, but you know, thanks for coming down. I'm excited to dive into the story that you have and the brand that you've created and obviously the reason behind that brand and and everything that that drives you every day. So um, thanks for coming down. But before we dive in to talk about creativity, streetwear, fashion, and stuff like that, um, I guess tell me a little bit about yourselves. Who are you and what do you do? Well, my name is Tamara. I am the head designer and co-owner of Nash Fashion. Mm -hmm. I'm actually from Edmond, lived there my whole life. And then growing up, I was always very interested in fashion. I mean, my cats, my younger siblings, they were all my first dress forms. I used to make clothes for them. And in high school, I got really into photography and specifically fashion photography. So I kind of knew I wanted to pursue something with art. So I ended up going to the Savannah College of Art and Design where I decided to major in fashion design and kind of from there developed my love for fashion. And yeah. yeah. It's one something. The fashion is just something that's so unique, isn't it? And it's like you know, and I I had someone on previously that I was talking about fashion with. I say previously, it might have been four months ago. Um, But like one of my favorite movies of all time is Devil Wears Prada, and I take great pride in saying that, which I probably shouldn't, but I do because it's fantastic. Yes. Um, So yeah, that's just you know one of the awesome movies. But um, Juan, what about you? Um, Well, I'm Juan. I'm from Colombia. Um, I went to Scott originally. Uh, we went to the same school. I uh-huh. went for it for uh, motion graphics. Um, I never really had a passion for fashion until I was like 17 or something. I started getting yeah, into yeah. it, like through Instagram. I'm like, oh, I want to dress cool. Like, yeah. Um, I always had like on the side, like, oh, I like clothing and stuff. But I, you know, I mainly do graphics and anything motion. Uh-huh. Um, but then uh, I started working at the gym and I met Tamara. Gotcha. And then, you know, we started dating and she was a fashion designer. And I was like, yeah, I'm really into it. And like, yeah. you know, she was like, well, she took a class and stuff. And then I got into it more and more. And like, that's how my yeah. drive into fashion was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So growing up in Colombia, um, mm-hmm. 
I had a buddy of mine on the golf team uh, that I played for. He was from uh, Cali, mm-hmm. and he's hilarious. Uh, he came here not knowing a word of English, and <laughs> I mean, we're still friends. He lives in Miami now. Um, awesome dude. Uh, but I, I don't. I, mean, I can't speak Spanish at all to save my life. <laughs> but he would tell me things, and, and just I can't imagine how much fun that must have been growing up in oh, Colombia, right? Totally opposite to what to living up oh, here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what what's like fashion and, and creative design and kind of that side of things like in Colombia? I feel I feel like it's growing. It's yeah. been obviously third world country behind sure. and things like often we're behind. But um, I just recently I've seen like a big move in fashion. Like people are starting to wear streetwear, and like mm-hmm. I feel like for. A, for a while, a lot of artists and stuff, like like reggaeton singers and rap singers, have been the ones that drive the fashion, mm-hmm. at least into like young people. Yeah. Um, but lately, I've, I've, I've seen it grow. It's like people are learning how to style. It's gotcha. like it's now it's getting good. I feel like it's like right. you know, we're catching up with like yeah, the trends yeah, like and stuff. Yeah. My vision of fashion is going to the store, picking, seeing a mannequin, and saying, "I want the entire outfit." Because <laughs> if I buy that top, I have nothing that goes with it. If I buy those jeans or pants, I have nothing else that's going to go right. with it. Uh, and I'm a little older as well, so I can kind of get away with just looking like a dad, even though I'm not a dad. <laughs> um, so, so what brings you then? How do you get a scholarship then to go to, or how do you come to university in the states? Well, Oh, it's funny. I I used to bowl. Okay. Um, I was in like Team Colombia once, and I was like national champion. And I'm from Bogota, in yeah. Colombia. Um, and all these things like um, gave me like 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 a big status. Uh, like right, to sure, be yeah, in, yeah. Like apply yeah. for a school, and I had a friend that she was like, "Oh, we need boys in the team because the team of the guys needs more guys, uh-huh. and you should apply." And I was like, "I applied for it." Talked to a coach, and then she gave me a scholarship. I was like, "Well, that's sick." Yeah. So basically, it was through bowling. Then, well, I, I stopped when I graduated. It was just more like, hey, it pays for school. Yeah, it pays for and that's kind of. I'm from UK originally, and golf brought me here, so we have kind of uh, the same yeah. same path. Um, so uh, how did you get into bowling? <laughs> uh, um, I was like nine, right? And yeah. my parents are like, "You're too fat. You need to do sports." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that's fine. And I played but, soccer because yeah. my, my grandfather is a like, soccer player. He used to be a soccer player, okay. like really famous and stuff. He's from Argentina. Um, I got into soccer for a little bit, but I was like, I don't think this is like my thing. Yeah. So they took me to this like big place where like there's like a bunch of sports and there's like, uh, like, a sports like soccer, baseball, kind of basketball. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pick one. And I was like, I like BMX. I go to BMX, dude. The coach and we talked to him and he's like you're too fat you're not gonna be good at it you cannot do this and i was like okay how old are you at this point i was like nine or ten i was i was a chubby was kid so i was a chubby, chubby. just a chubby friend. kid yeah 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 they're like you're too fat you're not gonna yeah, go yeah. fast and i was like okay um well i had a friend that already bowled okay uh, he was like my my mom worked with his parents or gotcha. something like that's how i knew him um he was like, you should come try with me. And I was like, sure, why not? And yeah. then I got into it. I was like, this is different. Like, 
you know, nobody bowls. Like, oh, what do you do? I play soccer. Oh, normally everybody in South yeah. America wants to play soccer. Yeah. And I was like, I bowl. And they're like, what, professionally? Like, what? Yeah. So I guess because hardly anybody did it, the good thing is there wasn't as many competitions right. there. Right. And you would have, when, you, when you're when you on a team, the coach would give you full attention because there's yeah. not that many of you. Right. It's rather like having 100 kids to try and get down yeah, to 10 soccer players. No, and it grew, it grew a lot because actually yeah. bowling is kind of big in Colombia now. And, you know, it's... it's it's been growing, but it, yeah, that was the yeah. main reason. It was like, That's like awesome. nobody does this, so yeah, I want to try. <laughs> I, I'm terrible at bowling. Uh, my one, mine, and my wife's first date was bowling, um, and I'm terrible at it. Uh, I didn't decide; it wasn't my choice to go bowling. Um, but I can't imagine you rocking up to bowling leagues now, just kind of like, um, who is this guy? And like nobody knows, I right? And you're like, I was kind of a world that, champion. Yeah. <laughs> I've always <laughs> wanted of, to do that with him. You have to do that. Yeah. The bowling leagues out here and just just rock up. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a bit rusty. I am. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like strike, strike, strike. Perfect game. Oh, no, never happened before. Uh, wow, that's awesome. So, so you 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 meet a university together. You're kind of into creativity and you're into motion picture and then you kind of like meet and, you know, you take a fashion class and it's kind of like the coming together of everything, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, now with technology and videography and stuff, you can't have high fashion without it, yeah. showing yeah. it up, showing mm-hmm. it off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you both graduate and think, like, we're moving back to Oklahoma, let's give it a go. Like, how does, how does that all work out? Well, it... I actually, so I graduated 2020. He just graduated a few weeks ago. Okay. So he was a year behind Congrats. me. <laughs> and I, it was my senior year, January, and I got a job offer in New York City, which was kind of, you know, the like dream. the dream. Yeah. Exactly. Like a little local home girl. I was like, right. I want to get out of here. I want to go to New York City, be a designer. So it was kind of a dream for me, especially like senior year. I'm okay. like, oh, I'm good to go. I got a job all yeah. lined out. Well, then, you know, COVID kind of happens and starts to unfold. And, and I, nobody wants to go to New York. I, yeah, I was like, mm, no. Yeah. So we moved back home. I think it was like the very beginning of April because we were stuck in a little apartment in Savannah. And I was like, Oklahoma yeah. with my family in a yard or in a little apartment. Right. So mm-hmm. we both moved back and finished up like school. And it, around in May, I got an email saying that they had to rescind my offer because New York was just sure. shut down. Yeah. So kind of then we we're like, what do we do? And so during your senior year of school, you work on, um, as a fashion student, you create a collection and the collection has an inspiration behind it. And I chose to take inspiration from the engineering legacy in my family. Uh Uh, You know, I was like the only artist in my family. My sister's an engineer, my dad's an engineer, all the cousins, everyone just like all kind of, you know, dorky Locally in Edmond as well? Uh, No, Uh actually they're kind of spread out all throughout the US. Yeah, my family's primarily from like up New York, Connecticut area. And yeah, my dad moved down here. It was actually his dad had an engineering job down uh-huh. here, and then my dad went to OSU, sure. got an engineering job here, and that's kind of yeah. how uh, we are here now. But yeah, so I wanted to then create a collection where I kind of combined the analytical side that mm-hmm. I grew up hearing about every single night at the dinner table yeah. with my artistic side. So that's where I kind of, that's like where the birth of Nash was, and actually gotcha. Nash is a family last name. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it comes from, like, the main inspiration would be, it's my great-great-grandfather, Louis H. Nash. He was, mm-hmm. like, a famous inventor and engineer. He had, like, hundreds of patents on yeah. pumps yeah, and a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah. So he was, like, what started, I guess, all the engineers in the family. And from gotcha. then, he started his own company, tons of stuff from there. So I took, like old drawings from his inventions, actual elements from his inventions, and created a kind of technologically advanced 
collection, just yeah. a six look Gadgets. collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like some of them were smart garments. I actually, this is so funny. I don't know if you know what Flex Seal is. It's yeah. like the liquid rubber. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to create my own waterproof textile. Okay. So I coated a fabric in Flex Seal liquid rubber and dried, and it made like the perfect water like resist really? waterproof, waterproof poncho. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. several garments in the collection are covered in Flex Seal. <laughs> Sent it, to, sent it to them. They loved it. So they sponsored all the Flex Seal. They sent me That's like tubs of so Flex Seal, good. a bunch of merch. Yes, yes. yes. They sent funny. me like stickers, like tons of merch. I was, yeah. so, it was so much fun. Cool. But just like dumb stuff like that, trying to push, you know, to the next level of mm -hmm. like technology and fashion. Because uh -huh. I, I mean, a lot of people, I guess, are becoming aware of how bad the fashion industry is right now. Okay. Like it's the second, I mean, at least what I was taught in school, it's the second most polluting industry in the world. Right. And it's, yeah, it's a big problem. Yeah. And the fact that we can pretty much fully automate like mm -hmm. and make cars and send people to the moon, like why can't we fix these problems? Right. And a lot of it is because there's no way to like automatically make garments. Like everything has to still be hand put together. Yeah. There's no way to just throw fabric in a machine. Yeah. So the whole idea of solving these problems like I truly believe if engineers and like, you know, the mm -hmm. creatives were to come together, but it's like what my dad and my sister say, and like what you mentioned yeah. earlier, you go to a store and you're like, I want that. And once you like something, you're just gonna get 10 different colors right. of that and that's gonna be your wardrobe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the issue is, I feel like a lot of the people that could solve these problems are just like, oh, fashion. like right. I need to, we need to be sending yeah. people to the moon. We don't need to be right. And it's interesting it. knowing your family history. Like you will probably, if you didn't have that family history, you wouldn't be interested in fixing it either. Exactly. Mm. Because of your engineering legacy exactly. and background, you're like, hang on a second. Like, yeah. Like, There's part of my DNA that tells me that you I can fix, fix this. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So after I guess we received the news and the senior collection was just so much fun to work on and right. he had been helping me along the way with all of like the mm -hmm. digital stuff and kind of how to promote myself. Yeah. And after I received the news, I remember I came downstairs and I told my family and my mom was just like, so what are you gonna call your brand? I'm like, I, I never thought of myself as like yeah. an entrepreneur. I never thought of, because I knew how doomed the fashion industry right. is. And I was this like, was a project for you for a school. Exactly. No, no, no. Never thinking. And very conceptual yeah. also. Yeah. like. I had a garment with a turn signal in the back, like yeah. with a remote control turn signal, like one had a thermometer and it, it was just very conceptual. Yeah. Obviously, mm -hmm. you know, you can tone it down and make it more ready to wear, mm -hmm. but yeah. The, That's fr awesome. From then all summer, we just bought industrial machines. Yeah. And, and this was all last summer. Yes, awesome. this was last yeah. summer. And really in school, we weren't taught how to be entrepreneurs. We were taught how to go into the industry and work for yeah. someone else. Because no, no, really. no one teaches you budgets and stuff no, like that, do they? No. <laughs> it's mostly, mostly like they want to, you want to, they want you to play it safe, basically. Yeah, of course. Like, you just yeah. go find a job. You'll yeah. be fine. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your little project we're now yeah, going into the real world. Like, yeah. Become a buyer like, or yeah. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So starting. I mean, most brands, they outsource to other countries because it's extremely cheap to have mm -hmm. garments made there and then they ship it and that's that's how it is. Yeah. Even like sometimes people don't design their own garments. Manufacturers are like, this is what we have in stock, okay. take it. And that's like a yeah. lot of the clothing stores around here. That's like what it is. So starting a clothing brand where we make all the garments and because of COVID, I wasn't even going to mess with trying to find a manufacturer because right. there's mm -hmm. like a year long wait list yeah. at a lot of the ports. So mm -hmm. we're like, okay, let's like, I mean, I have all yeah. summer, mm -hmm. so we bought industrial machines that showed up on a semi truck in my parents' driveway. Yeah. <laughs> they had no instructions, right. none. No, like, oh, showed brilliant. up these crazy industrial machines, and I never used them before. I've just yeah. used like a regular sewing machine at school. We right. sewed everything, but 
yeah, so all summer was figuring how to do that. They have like motors, them. you have to put oil in them, like it is crazy. It's a big there's, operation. There's, there's yes. this big one that sounds like an airplane every time you turn it on. Because it has a big <laughs> vacuum, like a vacuum, yeah, 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 and yeah. it like starts sounding it like always an sounds airplane. like I'm about to take off. So yeah. Well, you're also still going to school at this point. At that point, yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, I'm helping out, but I'm also going yeah, exactly. to pass my classes yeah. too. <laughs> So what was was your so your degree was still in motion picture? Motion graphics, yeah. Okay, motion yeah. graphics stuff. So you didn't have to worry about doing your own fashion project. Right. Your senior year, right. you could focus on doing that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was helping her like along. You know, I was taking this class about typography, and like mm-hmm. there's like a music class I was taking. You know, it was just more of like uh, when I found time, I'll help her. And uh, yeah. mainly every like, you know, my big weight on Ash is the graphics. Anything mm-hmm. graphic is like my thing. Yeah. Just recently, I've started to like push my like my input into the, the clothing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm making my own clothes and stuff. Gotcha. Um, but normally I was focused on like the graphics. So if I had time, I'll like make her like a video or like an animation yeah, like, to yeah. promote Nash and yeah. some graphics on the clothes. Like I'll make them and then we'll find a way to put him on the garments and stuff right. while she was like figuring out this boiling machines, machines. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny but, that's yeah. awesome some but people yeah. might have think it's the, it should have been the other way around right, right yeah, like, yeah. yeah but yeah, I mean with the with the creative side of things I mean that's so important now because social media is free right mm-hmm. and that's the way brands mm-hmm. getting out there and, and I know I uh, did a podcast with the guys at uh, 1032 Space Mm-hmm. down in Oklahoma City and they're great and uh, Mike has got Zeal clothing and he's doing good stuff with Zeal and like you know they started with that thing social media and stuff and that's just the evolution of it but you've got to put out good content oh, haven't yeah. you and mm-hmm. then you back it up with great product mm-hmm. but you've got to get people to buy it first yeah, haven't first. you that's complicated know? yeah yeah so I guess you to all of last year you're working making products and then yeah. you like you launch like you how did I mean what was that like leading so up to it? So it was so many months of yeah, prototypes. We actually just recently went through all the prototypes. Yeah. And I wanna make a video where I'm just putting all these clothes on because it is so rough. So like I had, you have to like design the pattern pieces mm-hmm. yourself. I had to source fabric, which is just crazy intimidating yeah. to even mm-hmm. like where do you start? Months and months. I have a closet that is dedicated to I call it the Nash Archive. It's really rough. It's, it's just of, it's yeah. to first keep prototypes. us humble. Yeah. Yeah. Really and humble. so it took six months like I did not go outside mm-hmm. I just I worked I mean I love doing it so it's right. not like it, even it doesn't felt feel like work, work. Yeah. but really all summer it was just push 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 mm-hmm. and we finally were able to launch it was uh December 24th so Christmas Eve okay we yeah, launched we pushed it once right because we were mm-hmm. like we felt like we were ready but then we we're like no we gotta make it better there's mm-hmm. no way we can sell this so we pushed it back to December and that's when we like first like we just did a little capsule collection of pretty basic garments. Mm-hmm. We yeah. started out slowly. A little bit, we got like, you know, we did a, a website and stuff. Sure. And like set up the store and then mm-hmm. that day we launched it yeah. through Instagram and like letting people know that the online yeah. store was up, you know. And at this point, we're working out of my parents upstairs, yeah. which is just so much fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, you get homemade lunches every day, yeah, but exactly. you know, yeah. you have yeah. my dad coming upstairs being like, what you doing? Well, yeah. like, I'm working dad. Working again. Yeah. <laughs> nothing's changed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I will say it is it, like doing everything in house from start to finish has mm-hmm. been so difficult to mm-hmm. prioritize the time. Like obviously yeah. quality is so important if you're selling a garment, then like how to source fabric, then coming up with creative designs. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been 
it's been a journey. You've decided to launch a business in the hardest part, hardest oh. way and hardest time exactly. to get exactly. product from yeah. overseas. Exactly. Especially in the fashion industry, like everything comes from overseas for oh, the most exactly. part. Like very few things are made in, in America. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, actually so many like headaches right like hey i want you know you're coming in totally new totally green to it exactly like, oh can i order this and they're like yeah you can't get it till 2023 yeah like, exactly oh it's uh, okay it's insane yeah it's it's a lot it's very complicated and that's mm-hmm. i mean it's in a way it is more complicated with covid and mm-hmm. the fact that i had no right. industry experience at all but in a way this has kind of been like a renaissance for certain oh, industries yeah. especially yeah, yeah. especially the fashion industry so like it got turned upside down so we're just rolling with it right and i mean it's a new way to go about it and eventually what we would love to do is start our own manufacturer mm-hmm. here in the united states like yeah. in oklahoma i mean That'd be awesome. and be manufacturing our own clothes or even offer it to other brands because mm-hmm. i've found with my experiences so it's so complicated and difficult yeah. and just more transparency with how garments are made because so many people don't know how their garments are made yeah. Yeah. and the way that no we idea. do it at our little studio like some people they walk into our studio and they ask if the machines are decoration yeah. like we've had that several times I'm like no this no, is how we like, make it it's works there's no yeah. like little machine you just stick it in and it comes out it's yeah. still like everything has to be done by primarily yeah. hand yeah, yeah and like I, my theory is that they haven't because like yeah like she says we can uh-huh. we can make cars just mainly by Push machines the they just yeah. the machines do it for us but clothing cannot, and I, I feel like it's because the whole reason of the overseas and all these out people of sight, out of mind, out of sight of mind, mm-hmm. um, it's cheaper. Oh yeah, they're not course. gonna have that. Like, oh, let's invest all this money into yeah, creating yeah, new yeah. machines to make clothes right. when like it's so cheap to just send it yeah. somewhere else and then you send it back to me and yeah. it's already. Right. I mean, it's clothing. It's everything else too. Isn't yeah, it? there's yeah. so much stuff that no, there's so much made, other stuff. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah. But I think you know, with the automating it, you. L- you are going to lose some sense of that creativity and that handmade stuff mm-hmm. and that, like, I don't know, there's going to be ups and downs, but I'm sure being a creator and a designer, you kind of want, especially if it's limited run stuff that you mm-hmm. guys are doing. I mean, if it's yeah. mass produced, then, right. okay, I get it, right? Let's automate it and get it done. Mm-hmm. But if it's small stuff, like, you kind of want to have that hands yeah. on, yeah, yeah. you know, and then it makes the product special and then people buying it feel mm-hmm. more special. Exactly. So, uh, I guess to that point, tell us about then the, this, you know, the first, like, run then, the first drop, I guess. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Me being I guess, super, I guess the me, I mean old. <laughs> I say I think, old, I'm 30. I think that's what the kids are calling yeah, it these the, days. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, it was fun. It was it was interesting. You know, um, I feel like at first it was like friends and family. Sure. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Like supportive. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. We're trying to start. It's in the back of the closet. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. grand's like, I'll give you some money. Here exactly, you go. Exactly, exactly. Like, so honestly, was. like, honestly, the first capsule was mainly friends and family that bought it, you know, um, then later actually what made us like the first like that feeling of like this person that I don't know like I don't know who they are they just mm-hmm. order clothes right. for us from us you know yeah it was uh, actually when we started incorporating uh, Trafford which is Tamara's little brother and he has Down syndrome uh-huh. um, well this is complicated but the whole thing came from another project mm-hmm. that she started way long ago uh, it's so it's so many little it's elements so many like Nash. little yeah, elements yeah. with Nash but I mean, she probably can tell the story. Yeah, so it was was my junior year, and we have concept classes, of course, to get ready for senior. And one of my concepts was to incorporate my younger brother Mm -hmm. into the design process because, you know, there are certain brands that will make clothing for individuals with disabilities, whether physical or, um, like, you know, mental disabilities. So... But they're never included in the design process. And I think... Yeah, normally there's brands that make clothes 
for them, right? Right, yeah. But not, hey, we've made this with like, you yeah, guys. Like, yeah. Oh, Especially you're... being your brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's part of the, the creativity is, you know, you're going to get something so fresh, so new. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. y- the originality, like, just is unparalleled. Yeah. So he makes mm-hmm. amazing drawings. I don't know what it is. It, you cannot replicate it. We've tried. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, They're so, so unique. So we wanted to incorporate that into the garments and he actually mm-hmm. will draw garments and tell us what he wants us to sew and how yeah. he wants like he will draw a physical garment but he does these crazy illustrations and so yeah. we created a collection where we incorporated them on the oh, garments yeah. and at, this was in february so it was like about a month after we had first launched i i knew i wanted to do this collection because i came up with it junior year and i was like yes we're going to do it then we were actually contacted by edmund north balto their mm-hmm. charity week sure. that they do mm-hmm. they chose to, the down syndrome association of central oklahoma which we're close with them yeah with my little brother and they wanted to do a fashion show with 21 kids yeah. and we made every single look for all the kids oh, and they were awesome. wearing all of his designs oh, on them yeah. and it was just amazing we're actually planning the one for this next year yeah um, but yeah so that's really what got our foot in the door with having my younger brother incorporated gotcha. yeah and that goes back to what I was saying like well that happened right yeah. and then we created TikTok and we started like making TikToks and then one of our first ones or like third one I think was about the fashion show and yeah. how we you know incorporated Trafford then that went viral. It yeah. like it's up to like ninety something k like views yeah. and thirty yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't know. It went viral. The amazing I guess. power yeah. of social media. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. yeah. Um, that's when we started getting orders from like random people, mm. and like they're like supporting. Yeah, us outside and, like, all over the it. US. And then yeah, and then they're also buying clothes from our original collection. Right. Which they is go separated to the side from, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um. So that's kind of how it started, like that, I guess. Um. I then, love the social media side of things like that because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it's you know it just takes time, right? Yeah, I mean, with your creativity time. and uh, your eye for it, and the more you do it, you get better at it. Exactly. And, you know, yeah, okay, you could put out a hundred videos, and it only takes one, doesn't mm-hmm. it, to to go to, you know, to get out. a bunch of views, and you know, then to you have all this come yeah. from it. Exactly, know? exactly. No, it's but pretty pretty crazy. Then that's when you know the whole us having the studio up in the. Upstairs got a little chaotic with, and right. you know I always say the the line between work and like being at the house is becomes blurry. You're yeah, like, yeah, there is no line now. if you work no, from home. Working yeah. in my pajamas. Yeah. So we're like, we need this like, we need to push it more. We need this motivation. So why don't we like look for a place? Yeah. Like a like a storefront or like a studio out of here. Yeah. Um, now that Nash was like you know working better, it started to like pick up and we decided to like go look for like a place and. Well, we recently. That's when it gets real, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, it, like, it. You get the lease, and like, okay. I know, and oh, people yeah. take us so seriously. I'm like, yeah. I'm still five years old. Like, what's <laughs> like happening? The, like, the youngest people like, yeah, in the building. Address, no, yeah. Come to the studio. I know yeah. it's it's so crazy, and yeah. So we found a place in Midtown, which yeah. is just perfect. It's it's really meant for startups. It's mm-hmm. called the Make Ready Building. Okay. Um, really cute blue buildings, and everyone in there is just like creatives, handmade oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of fun neighbors there, and like like-minded people. Oh, but we are definitely the youngest ones in there, and yeah, it's funny to be seen as their peers but yeah it's it's, good though it's been great and like the sense of community whenever I moved back here I'd been gone for four years so a lot of people moved on you know things kind of change but coming back here and starting a business Mm -hmm. like this people are so supportive and into it even if they're not into streetwear even if like they would never be caught dead that's such an American thing too you just you just want you root for people to succeed regardless of if they're ever going to buy it or if they ever like are interested in your product Mm -hmm. they just want to see you succeed exactly Mm -hmm. and seeing 
the younger generation go for it as well, which some people don't. Some people come, they graduate and they do what you know their peers are telling them to do, and that's go be safe and go get a job. Exactly. Uh, so I'm sure it's awesome to see you guys like go for it. Um, so then, so the the natural next step was for you to get a spot, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and you you know, yeah, that's. That's a huge step. Yeah. Right? Like it's fast. You, you, yeah. know, you got you got a monthly payment or whatever, you know, it's it, that's not just you know, and I thought about it with I'm thankful that Bedford's have been gracious enough to me yeah. to give me kind of this back room, but <laughs> it would be cool to have your own studio, right? Yeah. And and you know, I uh, Jared, a friend of mine who owns Lightbox OKC. Do you know Jared at all? He's a photographer. Does they have a fashion studio? Okay. Um, and he, same thing with him. He was a photographer, and he's like, I need a space. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, he kind of rolled the dice, and, and so you take that leap, don't yeah. you? It's just natural progression of, of being entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, what is like the yeah, kind of streetwear Oklahoma City fashion scene like? Because people probably think Oklahoma City, and they don't think fashion. No, especially not streetwear. Yeah. Not, yeah. So what is that like? Actually. I well, of course, whenever I was back in high school, I didn't. I was really not aware of what the fashion OKC fashion scene was. Then yeah. I left. Now I'm coming back, but the whole vintage and repurposed, okay. that's really in right now, and that's yeah. what we're seeing. So we're kind of stepping into that. Obviously, with COVID, people love the sweat sets. Of course. So we Comfy. yeah. So we kind of started out with the sweat sets, but now we want to incorporate other types of garments and fabric, and okay. you know, can mm-hmm. be worn differently but yeah for sure people are into all things vintage yeah, yeah. well and actually i mean not like i know because i just got to Oklahoma. Right. yeah <laughs> but what i've heard is that it has grown this whole like just like i said in Colombia, like mm-hmm. people are, are like, aware, more, more aware, aware of it now especially mm-hmm. streetwear you know yeah. and like you have people like the sneakerheads and stuff <laughs> like that like wearing those clothes and then mm-hmm. that gets like around especially like like oklahoma city that downtown yeah that's where you see it more. Um, that's why we actually we, we thought it would be, that's why cool be to be close there. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, downtown is awesome now. I mean, growing up, my dad worked at OG&E, which okay. was located yeah. downtown. And, mm-hmm. you know, he would invite us to go meet him after work for dinner. And I'd be like, oh, so boring. Like, there's nothing there. But yeah. now you come back, like, Scissor Tail Park, the, yeah. like, all mm-hmm. the restaurants, the cute, trendy coffee shops. Yeah. I mean. You can walk anywhere now. Like, yeah. screw New York. I love OKC. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, yeah, like, don't want to tell anybody about it because uh, you know, gotta keep it. Keep it kind yeah, of gotta hours. keep it low key. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. yeah, you're right though. It is. It's and I've been here ten years now, and it's totally transformed since then. And yeah, you, you know, like just food's great here. You know, Midtown's growing and growing and growing, and and there's still available space in Midtown wow. if you want to have a business there. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting and it's still growing, which is which is the good thing. You don't want it to kind of stop and fizzle out, which I'm sure it'll stop or slow down at some point. But the industry that you guys are in, it's great to be like the newish kind of mm-hmm. yeah, craze. Yeah, it feels cool to yeah. be like kind of like starting people that yeah. are starting this, you know, mm-hmm. the streetwear or like the fashion. Yeah. Into Oklahoma. Or even like the idea of a manufacturer being here. The manufacturer. There's definitely room for that if we right. were to grow into it, yeah. which I love. Yes, definitely. There's nothing worse than being in an industry and be like, I kind of reached my ceiling already. Yeah, yeah, And now exactly. you're like, there's everything. I mean, anything is possible. Exactly. Um, if you're allowed to, I guess with COVID and traveling, when that opens up, is like Fashion Week in Paris a thing? Like, do you guys want to hit that? And uh, I mean, is that like the, you know, like the dream to head over there? Have you done that yet? Like, no, I, I actually today, weirdly enough, I got an email and it was talking about like apply to be in mm-hmm. New York Fashion Week. Yeah. It's like for small businesses. So I was looking into that That'd be awesome. actually today, mm-hmm. but 
I I love I I went on a trip to Japan mm-hmm. two years ago with this fashion is nuts. Oh, oh right. my gosh, so different. Most inspiring. Well, most of thing. inspired like most like anything inspired by streetwear comes from there. Yeah, gotcha. really. So really, that like, that on. opened my eyes. I'm like, yeah. I'm down to live in Japan. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I'm down to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, being here, we've gotten so much support from everyone. Yeah. So that's what makes this place so ideal. But you know, I, I'm down to go international. Yeah. Like that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even just a trip, just to check exactly, it out just and, and to see. research it. Mm-hmm. And do you think that with the store, you know, with your space that you have, are you just going to be selling Nash stuff, or are you going to be buying and sourcing other stuff as well to sell alongside it as like a store? Mm, I, I feel like we're going to keep it Nash. If anything, okay. it'll be For, the yeah. opposite. We would maybe look into other like yeah, since we want to solve that whole other people to sell our stuff. We want to be part gotcha. of like you sense. know a solution. Like, yeah, yeah. And this is. Like, we get a lot of these questions and like on our TikTok, especially uh, people saying, like, why is your clothing so expensive? Like, if you guys uh, lower the price and more people will buy and stuff like this. But it's like, you don't understand that a lot of that clothing that you yeah. buy for $15, $10 is made overseas by people that, yeah. you know, they're I don't know how they're being anything. treated. They're yeah. not getting a good pay. You just don't have control over it. You don't have and control over yeah. that. But that's why the, the clothing so cheap. Mm-hmm. And then we want to be part of that solution of like we want to stop that we want to be you know treating people right we right there's a reason why our clothes are the price they are it's and not just us just here. being like yeah we make them too. so yeah so if anything like she said there's more a possibility of us growing into being a manufacturer for other people than gotcha. us holding clothes from other people okay. or even like having our brand located like in boutiques yeah, and stuff. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. for sure i guess it's just like having control over every mm-hmm. step and kind of resetting mm-hmm. and looking like questioning why are we doing things the way we do right. i mean in in school they taught us that so if you're a designer and you're part of like the prototype phase where you're designing clothes, you make the pattern pieces and everything, you send like paper pattern pieces mm-hmm. with ri- handwritten instructions to a manufacturer wherever they are. Yeah. There's no like autom- like automatic digital thing right. yet. Like that's yeah. used universally. Which is mad. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. How Everybody wears yet. clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's so, the fashion industry especially, like mm-hmm. it's just so far back and that's because it means least cost to do it the way it is now. Right. And I mean, you can get away with it. Why would you go spend and invest all this yeah. money Whenever the way you're doing it right now is the cheapest, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So even though it may like financially, you know, it doesn't necessarily make the most sense to be trying to push the boundaries with like new Mm -hmm. technology to make fashion more sustainable, like socially and environmentally. That's what we want to do. Like look for more Mm -hmm. solutions, but also incorporate like art artistic side and the mm-hmm. handmade side and make sure everything is so quality and yeah. gonna last forever yeah that, that's, that's a, a big thing too that's the cool part I, f- I feel like that's what the coolest thing about us is that we're handmade yeah. but our clothes don't look like like a little project at home you know what right. I mean like, yeah, yeah like yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. I mean we're all wearing like stuff we're that wearing we've made Nash, but it looks like they, look, they look like you know yeah. they're professionally done I feel like right. they look yeah. like it and but you don't know they're handmade and that, that's, I feel like it's a cool part of it yeah you're like you made that yeah like oh yeah, that I did. people yeah. think of handmade as like you know the very yeah. kind of like rough edges. Like, yeah, like where you take yeah. an old sheet and you turn it into like right. you know just something kind of yeah. kind of cool, but you know. Which for sure we yeah. want to offer because we do have pieces. Well, right. We have pieces that look yeah. like that. That is you know our purpose is to mm-hmm. make them look like repurposed, like yeah. repurposed and stuff. But we do want to like you know it's like a flex. sustainably like, yeah. made streetwear is not yeah. really okay. Like more yeah. ready to wear looking like a t-shirt that you're right. wearing or something mm-hmm. like. It's mm-hmm. made sustainably. Yeah, you can yeah. verify that. I mean, that's really I, I sew that's really everything. interesting. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, and I like 
that's really cool though because that's it's so different mm-hmm. right and that's kind of like that is your thing right that's what you center the brand around uh, you know and that's, that's your truth that's what you can tell everyone that comes in the door it's like this is why and this is what we do here are the reasons you know here are the reasons behind our brand and there's nothing better and you you have to have a strong identity don't you mm-hmm. uh, especially to to you know that's one of the things you need to succeed is knowing who you are what you do and and the reasons behind why you do that uh so now i mean you you guys have gone like this has happened pretty quick yeah right? like you know you've gone from like working at home for the entire year of mm-hmm. last year yeah uh and then I like now we have a, we have a space yeah. we have a store now and yeah. we have these machines and everything <laughs> like that's pretty cool to happen in like just a short amount of time yeah I mean, it's you know it's really fast I mean looking back at it a year ago like I would not believe you if this is if I would right. to go back and tell myself like this is where you're gonna be in here yeah like we do I mean we're involved in all these markets yeah. like we're doing herd on herd in Edmond on Saturday yeah. like all these different things fashion shows yeah like tons of stuff that I would have never like just to be taken seriously because mm-hmm. I I. It's like in fashion school, I mean, it's really competitive. And right. It is like Project Runway where, you know, people sometimes sabotage other people. Like, it gets feisty oh, yeah. in there. So I, I didn't have that much confidence mm-hmm. going into, like, oh, yes, I feel confident to start right. my own business mm-hmm. that I can make that quality and sell it, yeah. like, you know, in bulk even. So Yeah, even, even though I think that the kind of streetwear fashion thing isn't it's emerging here, it's not, like, established yet. The modeling scene here is. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. we have, like, a lot of great yeah. modeling agencies. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's another good thing for you guys, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, there is an interest in it. Exactly. Yeah. It's here. It's just, like, now we need to fill that gap and yeah, give exactly. them what they want. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, mo- I guess moving forward then, now, obviously, you have the space. You're making garments uh, and other ideas. And, and what projects are you working on? Like, what's coming next? Are you dropping anything in the fall? Like, what's the next project? We have a few. Are you allowed to say? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, we're we're pretty. We don't have like anyone telling us like, shush. Yeah, yeah. We probably spill more than we should, but it's okay. Well, we're working. Hold you accountable. um, Yeah. Well, the fashion show like with uh, Dasco. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the kids with Down syndrome and stuff. We're working on. We want to make it like next level. Yeah, we want to make it big. So we're planning like already. We're already sponsors everything. Where at? Where's it going to be? We're We're actually talking about the location. We have a meeting in July to find a location because I mean they hold huge events all year. So luckily they have for sure that community pull. Yeah, 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 they Mm -hmm. have that pull and. The garments we want, it's not yeah. just gonna look like typical Nash stuff. This is gonna like we want technology in yeah, there. We're make it showy like some yeah. of them are, them are gonna be show pieces for sure. That's so cool. So, so like light one, up yeah. things and yeah. That's one of them. As far as like events, I don't feel like we're just we want to participate in a lot of like as like many markets. Festivals, markets. So, like, sure. connect Whatever with the community. Whatever we can to connect with people yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah. hey, we're here, you know. Like, and Edmund's great for that. Yeah. Hood on Hood's exactly. fantastic for that, right? Exactly. Like, you know, not just having food trucks and yeah. music, it's clothing as well, exactly. which is awesome. Yeah, just getting to meet people and mm-hmm. talk to people and make all those connections has been amazing. But also, we, we're trying to venture, and we've been really working on prototypes for, like, more diverse garments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been working because, like, primarily it was just sweatshirts, t-shirts, yeah, sweatpants, yeah, basic yeah, stuff like we, that. We call it like active streetwear, which mm-hmm. was a mix between like clothes that you could work out in if you want to. Yeah. They're comfy. You can lay in bed. You can do whatever. But they're also like style. Like gotcha. you can style them. Um, yeah. But I want to venture into like more like real, not 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 real, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of the the comfort of the sweatshirts, sweatpants, uh, right. whatever it is. Yeah. My wife bought a pair of sweatpants last year. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the brand. Um, 
but they I she I opened the, the package up and they looked like they'd been hit with 19 million different colors oh. they were like bright I mean I was like what are they and she put them on I was like are you going out in there and uh, she was like yeah and she wears them all the time and oh, like no. I'm slightly jealous I'm just like I wish I could pull those off I don't think I can it's a but, look it's a look uh, I was like that's and like I guess it seems like Come more colors coming back tie-dye stuff's coming back mm-hmm. just from what I've kind of seen on social media mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of really cool to like there is the like I said earlier, the great thing about fashion is there are no real boundaries. Yeah. Like, oh, exactly. You do whatever you want to do. And if someone's going to buy it and someone likes the trend, then, you know, you've hit that. Well, now even, like, anything goes these days, whereas yeah, there used to be a specific yeah. style. Like, you can pretty much... From, refer to a style yeah, depending from, on the year. From yeah. the 19... Yeah. Like, all throughout the 1900s, you can, by decade, you Faces, can pretty much, like, yeah. find a, fil- a silhouette. Whereas yeah. now, pretty much after... 2005 it's just been like starting, you have punk yeah. you have streetwear you have yeah. preppy you have all these different styles so really so like combine it all and I mean yeah, yeah. whatever day of the week you will feel like exactly yeah. exactly so I mean the time is now like yeah. for people to it's been be really reading. cool to see like like I'm not a huge basketball fan but NBA players are now being like their photos as they walk in right like they're all wearing they're, they're pushing they're not just coming in dressed in like shorts and t-shirts yeah. some of them are but then you know they're, all, they're either in like three-piece suits or yeah, they're in exactly you know they're in like I said yeah. sweats and stuff it's really cool to see them kind of push that as well yeah, exactly because you know, every, everyone's watching them mm-hmm. and social media is great because you know one day someone is you know who has a millions of followers is going to post something in one of your clothing one yeah. of your tops and then you're like oh like that's like you know milestone achieved right? exactly that's kind of like you just keep you know it's I guess with social media is that kind of the primary focus to get that's the best way with TikTok and Instagram that's the way that you've primarily focused to getting yeah. your product and, yeah. and your brand out there yes. yeah and talking to people you know yeah or like anyone we meet Try to like you know mm-hmm. shove nash a little bit in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here's my business card. Even my mom, my mom is crazy. Oh, yeah. mom oh is, my gosh, they always are, right? Yeah. She okay. comes home. My daughter is the coolest daughter ever. You should buy her clothes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She's like, I ran out of business cards. We're like, mom, we gave you a hundred last <laughs> week. Like, yeah. what? She's like, so you need to update your website because people are asking about my earrings. Like, she's just like, yeah. oh, I'm like, mom, these are not for sale yeah. yet. Like, huh? Stop telling yeah, you. Yeah, she's wearing all like. The, I know. Like, yeah, the, all the, the prototypes all the prototype and everything. I'm like, mom, you cannot be flexing that yet. <laughs> but it's great. I mean, it's, it's good to have that it's support. The whole so family's much, yeah. involved. And yeah. even, I guess we didn't mention this before, but my older sister, she's trained as an architectural engineer. Okay. She kind of, de- oh, like, yeah. you know, did a few internships. Yeah. COVID happened. She also moved back home. She was in Dallas. Yeah. And so it's just been, it's been a big mess. But she decided to come on board full time. So yeah, now she she's like us. our in-house yeah. engineer. Fantastic. But she, yeah, she does all the fabric cutting. She's kind of taking over all our logistics. So, uh-huh. like, ordering stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in the future. And helped us. She's helped us, like, design uh, develop designs, too. So, you know? right. She, like, throws us ideas. She's like, what well, about bringing this? that architect side. Yeah. Exactly. About, exactly. Right? The yeah. whole engineering, like, yeah. more analytical. Because, I mean, if you left us up to our own devices, uh, yeah. the studio would be, like, oh fabric God, everywhere. Yeah. Like, it would be a fire. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps it going. That's a good Yeah. yeah. Keeps us a little. A it's little, great. We need help, honestly. We need need that though yeah. right you need that and it's so, every part of the, every person in the team does something different right exactly you, you yeah know, makes it makes so it she, yeah she joined us so she's yeah. being like our help now like third yeah mm-hmm. and what's your brother think about all this stuff oh Does he, he love it oh, oh he, he comes it. every day okay so he's like a part-time yeah designer yeah. like you know kind of celebrity whenever he's feeling it you know yeah, a little yeah, guest yeah. star here <laughs> but he comes every single day we have yeah he wants to come to like a little studio. napping couch for him yeah. and sometimes you know he'll take his little nap he'll he'll sketch there 
He was a snack area. Like, yeah. he loves it. That's so good. He, it's so good like, to be, like, so family involved. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to, like, overdo it to him. You know, we ask him, do you want to stay home? To, no, 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 yeah. I want to go. And also, he actually, out of it, there's a coffee shop called Not Your Average Joe, which amazing. is just a few blocks. Yeah, yeah he, he Tim, works. Tim, yeah. they're amazing. Oh, Tim, they're, yes, yeah. yes, we love Tim. Mm-hmm. He just started working there. Like, really? The okay, yeah. great. Because yeah. Tim has been asking me to come down uh, recently yeah. and try oh, one sure. of the new sandwiches. Uh, so I have to go find oh, so out. So good. Oh, yeah, he just got a job there. Yeah, he yeah. just started working there. So it's now, we have to share him between Not Your Average Joe, but it's, like, walking distance. So yeah, we're like him to work really and yeah. pick him up and he comes back and oh, it's awesome. it's worked out so great yeah, yeah they do great things uh, oh. Tim oh, yeah. not your average Joe they, they're they fantastic they were on the podcast uh, Tim was on the podcast a few months ago nice. and just his whole story and what they do is that's great. They're doing no, good as well. So, yeah, so inspiring. And how yeah. fast they've been able to mm-hmm. to grow. And, I mean, they yeah. have so many locations. They're in oh, Homeland yeah. now. It's it's awesome. I, we, we did the podcast at their Norman house, and it was really, really cool to see and meet yeah, everybody. Oh, and so cool. Uh, so for everyone listening that's been itching to go to your website and want to find out where it is that they need to go, uh, how do they follow you? Where do they get in touch? And, and you know, where, where can they buy your, your items? Well, you can come in store mm-hmm. in our Midtown location. That's still weird to say. I know it is. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. Come to our studio. Yeah. It's like a studio showroom. That's amazing, though. So yeah, if you ever want to come try on the stuff, but everything is always up on the website, and that mm-hmm. is fashion.com. Okay. It's kind of a mouthful. Yeah. And then our social media is underscore Nash Fash underscore. Okay. And we have TikTok's the same. Yeah, TikTok's the same, but we have a lot of QR codes everywhere, so you can just yeah, we try to incorporate QR codes in places, even on garments, in in the car, in the car, in the window, and the garments, and the business cards. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, anybody can like scan it and take Mm -hmm. it takes you there. Yeah, and also we've been really getting into customized items because, like, Uh you know, after we kind of got our footing, we realized okay, we can do anything, we can sew anything, any color, Uh any fabric. So we've also been really getting into that. So if anyone has any ideas of a garment they've been wanting like all right yeah. yeah we're trying to advertise this whole you know we're making all the clothes so we have the power of to do anything mm-hmm. you anything you yeah. can think of like so sky's the limit yeah we're working like uh, we want to make it more obvious on the website like a whole section about it mm-hmm. I, like we're working on that but stuff, it's something yeah. that we just started because we helped a friend or we did this collaboration with like yeah. another friend and we loved it we loved it so we want to focus on like that collaboration Good with people you. like Oh, I have this garment, this idea, but I can't find it anywhere. Yeah, They're like come and to our yeah, yeah right. come to our studio, pick yeah. fabrics. Yeah, with us, they like, can come to studio. We have like fabric swatches. Idea, they yeah. can like look at them. We can order the fabric, make it mm-hmm. like have them in, yeah. like in the process. Um, That's really cool. So like, we're trying like to advertise that suit, too. or someone would have yeah. a suit, the lining or whatever. Exactly. Like yeah, but, exactly. but with streetwear. Exactly. So as for now, just Instagram is like how we advertise that the yeah. whole collaboration. But there will be a section in the yeah. future on the website. Oh, it's exciting! I, yeah. I'm glad yes. you came down. I'm glad I know a lot more about it now, and yeah. I, I can't wait to kind of see what happens in six months and a year and you know in three years and all the rest of it when you're you know someone's strutting their stuff down Paris Fashion Week or yes. New York or whatever it is like it's you know it's it, that's what the dream is that's yeah, what you're exactly. working to and it's awesome to see that passion to see the background you know with your brother with the engineer part of your family uh, I love that you came here to do you know for oh, bowling yeah. boy you here that's fantastic <laughs> that's part of your story and you should definitely bring that in to uh, yeah part of the stuff <laughs> bowling, bowling collection yeah bowling why not um, but yeah thanks so much for coming down I really appreciate it um, means a lot for you guys to come down and share your story uh, for everyone listening I will put the links to all the socials and the websites you can go check it out uh, and if you have an idea 
you know, for clothing that you want, um, but you have no idea how to make it and you don't have those creativity juices or the way to do it like <laughs> I do, reach out because uh, if you want some custom stuff, these are definitely the guys to go to. So for everyone listening, we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at oklahomahof. Also, huge shout out to RCB Bank for jumping on board to be a sponsor. RCB Bank's loan promotion is here for a limited time. Head into any of their 40 Oklahoma locations to get as low as 1.79 APR on your next car, boat, camper, or ATV. Apply online at rcbbank.com. RCB Bank, that's my bank. Rate and finance with approved credit. Restrictions apply at member SDIC. Huge shout out to my sponsors. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.